Well, bonjour, mon amis. Welcome to another episode of The Grey Hour from The Grey Scene. And this is your host, Jay. And I know it's been a very, very long time since we've posted. And my goodness, I can't even remember the last time we've posted. And, you know, I'm sorry, we fell off a little bit. And um, I can promise you from here on forth, it's going to be consistent. It has to be. Like, this is honestly my baby that I've uh, dreamt up for a really long time. And, you know, we've got to get it moving again. And, you know, things happened in life. And I do apologize greatly for having it fall off the way it did. Like I said, we're going to be back on track from here on forth. And um, just a side note, coming up is, uh, not really coming up, but how we're going to start doing it is we're going to start posting these every second and fourth Sunday of every month. So we're looking out for the new episodes every second and fourth Sunday of every month. Don't worry, we'll be giving everyone the heads up on the Gracie and IG page, so be sure to give that a follow. And um, give us a follow on Twitter as well, the Gracie. I know we do a lot of um, post promotions on the Gracie, but we're going to start changing that around a bit. Yeah, we're going to do the usual uh, post promotions on everyone that we uh, feature, but we're also going to be doing like a little, uh, little stuff along the way more of current events and uh, a lot more entertainment stuff to get everyone engaged again because like i said welcome back so i don't even know where to begin guys a lot has happened over the last couple of months and the first thing i have to say that has happened is my best friend um shauna was she was in a previous episode i want to say episode one or two uh, she's been here a couple times with us um got married last month to her girlfriend for a very long time and um yeah applaud i want to say congrats to the the happy couple and uh i love you best friend and um i wish you guys many many moons of happiness and love uh can't wait to be an aunt i think that's what people look for um when their friends get married is to being an aunt um whether to children or to animals but who knows you know i just can't say i love you guys enough and uh i was there at the wedding by the way guys that's why i'm saying all this the wedding was beautiful um it was just really nice. It was really somber. Oh, somber is the wrong terminology to use. It was really awesome. I was about to say lit, but I'm not sure how many people understand the term lit. But it was lit. It was dope. Um, it was in the Bronx, and it was just so colorful. It was just really relaxing just to be around friends and family, just enjoying ourselves at this wedding, to enjoy this momentous occasion of two people falling in love and being in love for the rest of their lives. So, Ashana and Dee, again, congrats on it. Um, some other major points that have happened, um, not only that, I've had a career change in between that, so I've been dealing with that, the career change, and I'm still filling out this new job, so let's wait and see how that is going on, you know, guys, I'll, I'll give you guys updates on this new job that I'm currently at, it, it, it's gonna be, um, let's see, I, I'm hoping it's gonna be awesome, I'm, I'm being very optimistic about it, um, I don't know, how do people feel about changing careers? Not really necessarily changing careers, but changing jobs. Especially jobs that you've been in in a very long time. Like, how do you guys usually deal with it? How do you guys cope with it? And how do you guys deal with being in new environments? Um, yeah, you guys could definitely leave those uh, uh, tips in the uh, the post that I'll be posting later about this episode. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to see everyone's uh, reactions or hear their thoughts about dealing with uh, transitions uh, in, into new working environments. Um, so let's see how, how everyone feels about that one. Um, 
I think something else that also happened is in huh, let's talk about the entertainment industry for a little bit let's talk about movies and TV series and I think the first one we have to get off our list is Avengers Endgame guys if you are any bit of a comic fan you guys have had to go see Avengers Endgame as soon as it came out and even if you didn't watch it as soon as it came out at least the week after two weeks after when the crowds died down Oh, but oh my god, I had to take a deep breath in there because I'm just bringing back all the nostalgia from the night that I went to go see it with my siblings. Um, if you guys watched Avengers Endgame, a lot of emotions, a lot of everything was put into that movie. Um, so I don't even know where to begin with that. Avengers Endgame was the closing of a ten of a not ten, sorry, of a twenty series film leading up to it with Thanos and the Infinity Stones and just a whole lot of everything was put into it and um, just to give a little synopsis a little background about it um, without well actually no it's gonna be whole spoilers so if you guys have not watched it go watch it after this um, but pretty much how it leads up to it is that there's a whole collection of uh, Infinity Stones that Thanos was collecting and his goons were collecting along the, uh, the 20 films the Marvel films that were um, how do you say you don't say published, right? That were shown? Yeah, I guess shown. Shown to the public and received a lot, a lot, a lot of great feedback um, to lead up to uh, the snapping of his fingers. Uh, you guys hear? I snapped my fingers, but nothing happened. <laughs> um, where he snapped his fingers and people that the our original Avengers crew loved disappeared, right? So now, in Avengers Endgame, what it is is that um, they go through a different... Um, a lot of alternate, I wouldn't say alternate, they go into the past to try to fi- pick out the time stones or the uh, the infinity stone from different timelines from, from each timeline and bring it back to bring everybody back. So the whole plan is to, people who they lost, to bring them back. And, you know, they, they figured it out and they do end up getting people back and then there's this whole battle scene at the end. And people may have a different opinion about this than I do, but I expected Captain America to die at the end because, you know, Captain America is the epitome of like honor and courage and you know self-sacrifice and i wanted him to be the one to uh to go kaput at the end and i'm not saying kaput me like i don't care he's a very well and beloved character i just expected it to be captain america when i saw tony was gonna be the one um to uh to sacrifice his his life instead i was i was a little bit shocked buy it but not shocked like oh my god I was like oh my god him that's that's how I felt that was my reaction him Tony because I'm not saying Tony isn't self-sacrificing Tony is a very self-sacrificing man within himself I think he he's grown as a character um along the years that he since started um Iron Man which is back in 2008 um I just didn't expect it to be Tony um, nothing ill will to say about it just I didn't expect it to be Tony that's pretty much it um so rip Tony and um another well-beloved character that I think we we loved was uh, Black Widow. Her also self, uh, you know, she's also sacrificed herself to get the Soul Stone to make the uh, to pretty much end Endgame. You know, we wouldn't have gotten back all the, our beloved characters back at the end of Endgame. Now I can't say we got all of our characters back because there were characters that like such as Gamora, um, who's another good one. Oh, well, Black Widow. Is anybody else ever missing? Mm, nope, nope. I think I think that's all the characters that um 
that that um that we didn't get to see back now there may be some others that i'm missing if you guys know like i said drop it in the comment section of the post that i'm going to be posting up with this um uh later on tonight um but yeah guys that was avengers endgame now um there were a lot of loopholes in the way that they um to me there were loopholes in, in pretty much the way they structured the home time traveling business it was um you know, not I want to say confusing, but it just left a lot of questions for me at the end. Um, someone who's an avid reader of comics, an avid watcher of DC and Marvel and other indie comic um, comic streams, um, it was uh, really interesting to uh, to see and to see their take on it. But it left me with a lot of questions on it. Um, I think personally, you guys should definitely still watch Avengers Endgame. And do you have to watch the other films to see what goes on Avengers Endgame? Mm, not so much. Um, I feel like you could pre-watch Avengers Endgame and pretty much be caught up with everything that's going on. I feel like if you really want to tickle your fancy, I think you could go watch Infinity War before it to see why everyone just snapped and disappeared. Um, but, you know, I think if you guys have the time, you know, summer is coming up for our students who are listening. Um, take a summer. Take take a summer. This is the summer. The summer is coming up. Um, take a couple weeks to uh, watch some of the films and to be caught up to watch Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. You guys will not be disappointed. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say about Avengers Endgame. So that checks that off our list of uh, of, of things that, that are on the must-see list. Um, the next is the HBO um, beloved series of Game of Thrones. Now, guys, this is one series that I've been watching for a really long time, just like um, uh, the Avengers series. <laughs> Game of Thrones has uh, it's, it's, it had me in emotional turmoil. It really did. Um, to see everything add up towards season 8, I think... Now, I don't know how you guys might feel about this. Again, varying different opinions, but this is just my opinion on it. Um, I think Avengers, I, uh, not Avengers, Game of Thrones, I think they could have put all that in Season 7. They didn't have to put a Season 8 to it. Um, but, again, I understand why they want to do that to give us a little bit more uh, suspense or whatever they wanted to do with it. Um, but Game of Thrones Season 8, guys, wow. I, I can't go episode by episode. I think that has to be another um, episode within itself. If we just go through each episode of uh, Game of Thrones and you know do a whole um, spiel of and going through like all the intricate details of how everything went and interactions. But right now, <laughs> you see, I'm so flabbergasted. I don't even know what to say. Right now, the main emotion I've been feeling was a uh, disappointment. Now, it's not all of how I feel but it's a main it was a main emotion for me now I wasn't completely disappointed with season 8 now um as someone who considers themselves a writer now am I a professional writer no I'm probably not up there with all the screenwriters and screen players and uh, screen players excuse me with all the screenwriters and now producers and executive producers however you want to call them authors but I do consider myself a writer. I do have a BA in English. I've written a lot of papers. I'm writing papers for a really long time. Um, so I don't know. Um, you know, I just... I feel like they could have done a little bit more with the uh, with the character. And I think... Again, disclaimer, guys. Some spoilers. I think one thing that they could have done with Jon Snow, if you're going to throw it in our face that he's a Targaryen, um, you could have done a little bit more with his character. I mean, with that... Um, with that detail about him like what about him that you had to throw it in our face that he's a Targaryen so what 
like now they just kind of uh, the last episode just kind of just disintegrated all that another thing that um that was a little bit confusing to me was um which it wasn't now again like i don't think i get really shocked when i watch things anymore it was more of around the line of you trying to tell me the whole the whole like everything about game of thrones leading up to bran being king i did not feel that way at all i it just i just didn't feel that way at all about bran I mean, Bram was in his wheelchair. I feel sorry. I felt empathy. I know he was the the three-eyed raven. All this great stuff. It's just, I don't think they did John justice or... Yeah, I just don't think they did John justice with that. I bet Bran will be a great king, you know? I think he'll be very selfless in his uh, kingship. But to make him... To end the series like that, I don't think it was... uh, I don't think it was uh, in the character... Or maybe it wasn't a character. I don't know. I just don't feel like Bran should have been king. How about that? Like I said, my opinion only. My people may feel differently about it. Or maybe some people may have felt they did the Game of Thrones uh, uh, season 8 finale. They did it justice. Kudos to you guys who think so. You know, I would love to hear more about that. You know, definitely leave some of your uh, thoughts and likes and dislikes about the season 8 episode. But that's just how I feel about one of uh, the two of those very um, aspects of it. Um... Daenerys's death. Guys, I can't even begin to tell you how I think Daenerys's death. I I knew John was gonna have John was gonna have to kill her. I didn't know how they were gonna do it. I I thought John was I. So I'm stuttering because I'm like uh, trying to figure it out. Like which one I wanted the most. So one theory I had was either John didn't have the guts to kill her, so he made Arya kill him, and Arya would take his face, and then that's how Daenerys dies. Like, boom that's done um i knew john was gonna have to kill her even if it if he didn't took the Arya out the equation um i knew john was gonna have to kill her but not in the way they had it portrayed i don't really have it uh, really formulated yet how i wanted him to kill her but i expected like some really some really glorious and i don't know fire breathing way i don't know burning her ashes i have no idea I just knew she had to die in a glorious way. Just like Cersei. I don't think they did Cersei justice, man. They, they really didn't. And what about the prophecy? You know, a whole lot of this um, Game of Thrones um, thing revolved around the prophecy of Cersei. And, you know, I really wanted... Uh, I really wanted either Tyrion or Jaime to kill Cersei. It had to be that way. But Ray Rocks, guys? That's not doing this evil queen justice. Come on. My girl deserved better. She, she did. She deserved better. And... I know they said that, that she was going to be replaced by a more beautiful queen. Now, they didn't really say how long the beautiful queen was going to reign. So now that's one thing that they didn't put in there. But there's that aspect of the the uh, prophecy that was left out. So, is did Daenerys fulfill the prophecy? Is is the prophecy fulfilled? You know, I really want to hear you guys' uh, thoughts about that one. Because there's a lot of different uh, things spinning in my mind. But I really want to hear some of your theories on how you watch one of the shorter ones. If you guys thought I did justice, if you didn't, you know... I'm all game to hear about how you guys thought the Game of Thrones and ending should have been. You know? So, let's cross Game of Thrones off our list. I'm telling you guys, trust me, we will do different, like, you can name it TED Talks if you want to call it TED Talks about Game of Thrones, about the Avengers Endgame. If you guys want to hear different uh, talks about it, and I'll even bring my uh, a friend on to talk about it with me who has a different uh, opinion about it. If you guys want to hear us uh, just talk about it, you know, little debates here and there. Can't even call it debate. Just call it just a really friendly talk about how uh, we wanted these series to go. Um, would be interesting to happen. 
would be interesting to have them in proper English. Sorry, it would be interesting to hear. <laughs> would be interesting to hear other people's opinions about it. So, guys, if you want to tell me more about what you thought about Game of Thrones ending, or if you thought the prophecy was fulfilled, please leave those comments on the IG post that I'm going to be posting later uh, with this uh, about, with, about this episode. Um, so pretty much I'm going on a list of, I'm just reviewing like a list of things that I knew I had to discuss with you guys. So some really, how about, one is about like the latest shows that I've been watching. Um, so Umbrella, when Umbrella Academy dropped on Netflix, I was, I was one of the first, I can't even say I was one of the first people. I know I was, I hopped on it. How about that one? I, as soon as it came out, I just watched it. Because one I knew was created by uh, Gerard Way, who was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, and I was a huge fan of My Chemical Romance when I was younger, so I had to uh, see what he did with the Umbrella Academy. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do spoilers for Umbrella Academy because um, season one is still on Netflix. So I think I want you guys to go watch that along with um, there's another some other good series I'm gonna drop for you guys, The Colony, which has three seasons. And, um, let me see, um, Santa Clarita Diet, oh my god, it's, it's like a horror slash comedy romance thing, it, it's really funny, it stars Drew Barrymore, and the other guy, I can never remember his name, I think it's Timothy Oliphant, I believe his name is, I think you guys should also watch it, it's really, it's really funny, I, I love their dynamic, um, The Fall is also really good, and last but not least, I think another good series to watch on Netflix is The Haunting of Hill House. So guys, I just dropped a couple of names from some series, I, some hot series I think were pretty good on Netflix, and I watched these a really long time ago, but I never had the chance to, you know, share them with anyone, and I think you guys will really love these series. Um, so again, that was Umbrella Academy, uh, The Fall, Santa Clarita Diet, The Colony, and The Haunting of Hill House. Now, there was one movie on Netflix, which... I didn't think was going to be good, but my mom was like, "Hey, you gotta watch it." it was I, I think we're gonna? You think you're gonna find it interesting? Because I'm really into sci-fi, horror, um, fantasy, um, action, action kind of series, movies, that kind of thing. That's why I really love um, superheroes and uh, DC Marvel. They, they, I think they do really fantastic jobs. DC, eh, you know, we'll get into that another day. But one movie I really did like was called The Mirage. Now it was originally filmed in um, in Spanish in, in Spain. And their subtitles are in English and dubbed in English. Um, again, I don't want to spoil it, but it's really dealing with um, I want to say time traveling, but it kind of deals with when you mess with the past, how would it changes the events of the future, um, that kind of thing. So I think you guys should definitely watch it. And one thing I will say is Nico, 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 Nico is a main thing in the Mirage on Netflix, watch it, Nico, Nico out on that one, um, <laughs> so that is about it for the latest shows that the Grey Hour has, and the Grey Scene has to say about it, that you guys should definitely go watch, and I think what we're gonna move on to, which I'm gonna touch briefly, because I don't want this, um, talk, I am so sorry about that, guys, I had to take a quick break to quench my palate because I my mouth started to feel a little bit dry there because <laughs> um, as you can tell uh, this talk is about to be a little bit serious and like I said I won't make this talk too long but I do want to bring it up and bring it to everyone's attention because it is serious it's something that's happening right now in the United States and like I said it's it's a hot topic right now and 
pretty much what's going on in the U.S. is that eight states have recently passed um, these pretty insane abortion laws. Um, I believe what they're called is the heartbeat law, and um, I'm not sure if that's the right um, title for them, but pretty much it's as soon as you hear the uh, the fetus's um, heartbeat, um, you can no longer ha- have an abortion, and usually um, I believe the abortion, um, ori- originally the abortion's, um, uh, I don't want to say timeline, but um, I don't want to say deadline either, but usually you were able to get an abortion up until eight weeks, I believe. Um, I believe in some states and you know each state has its uh, varying abortion laws and um, I believe that's um it could really vary and maybe it's not eight weeks maybe it's 12 but I know it's around three to four months you could have um, your uh, you could have an abortion now please don't quote me on that I'm not too sure like I said it really varies on the state but now these abortion laws are restricting women and the amount of time that they could have an abortion and um, it, this has really become a gender issue right now in the United States, and it's 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 a really a trickling. It's it's becoming a trickling effect, and pretty much what it it's uh, I, I, it's hard to get my thoughts out about this because it's really it's nerve wracking, and as a woman, it's hard to see this because one, you're no longer giving women a choice to do what they want about their bodies. We're regulating women's bodies, and that's something that should never be done. For any government to do you know women should always be given a choice because like i said it's their body it's our body we shouldn't have people within the government telling us what to do with it and it's become a bit of a, a problem wow i do apologize again guys there's a bit of a pause someone um walked in to my room as i was recording so i had to pause it really quickly um and i they kind of just made me lose my train of thought about what we were talking about but I I cannot stress enough how serious these laws are becoming. And I recently read, I believe this week, that Mississippi denied the uh, the abortion law that was recently um, that's recently being proposed. Um, I have to do a little bit more research on that, and I'm hopefully hoping, hopefully hoping, um, when we do have this discussion again, it'll be within two weeks and with um, somebody who could give more insight about it and what the repercussions are. Because as a citizen, um, it's it's kind of hard to believe and kind of hard to uh, to cope with the fact that a rapist may get off with uh, less time than the doctor or the woman having the abortion. Um, so you know this has become a reproductive issue, a human rights issue, a gender issue, and some of you may feel different about it. And and I'm sorry to say, but these <laughs> as women we should stand together. We should respect everybody's um, thoughts and how they want to uh, do things within their life. It's not your choice. It's their choice what they want to do. No one's saying that you have to go through with it, but it's as your right. It's it's your right to stand beside someone else, to to do what they want to do. You know, it's you know it's it's what we are we were made to do. It's it's their choice to respect one another. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's we weren't made to do these things. We were made to we weren't made to be put against each other. We were made to support one another is what I'm really trying to get at. I respect people who are pro-life, I respect people who are pro-choice. I am, for one, pro-choice, um, and I will always be pro-choice because that is left up to the woman's discretion. You know, and there's a lot of factors and a lot of health factors that we have to put into it, um, into account when people um, are talking about these things. Don't put out false facts out there either, um, either side. Or, um, and it, it's becoming, it, it's becoming, that's not even proper English, I'm sorry. It's becoming 
a bit chaotic and I think we need to put ourselves back in line with the idea that we have to respect everyone's decisions their life choices and pretty much what they want to do with their own body you know it's just it's just the right thing to do and I can't stress enough that we need to support one another in these times because um it's becoming a little crazy people a little crazy um like I said this is a whole other topic by itself this will be an episode within itself because it's a hot topic it, it's it ha- this has to be spoken about um I'm sorry to bring the episode on such a very political standpoint but uh there are going to be episodes like that we're going to have a lot of fun on some episodes and have very uh, serious talks on the other episodes. So you guys got to be prepared for those episodes. You know, that's the whole purpose of uh, uh, the Grey Hour, you know, to expand our horizons, learn some knowledge, learn some new things. And it's all purpose. Um, so, guys, I'm seeing that I am at the 24 mark and I did promise I would make this episode less than 30 minutes and I'm trying to do so. So this is going to be me wrapping up. I want to thank you guys so much for supporting the gray scene for supporting me um for supporting all of the artists that we feature along the way and i want you guys to, con- to continue to do that please the whole purpose of creating the gray scene was to support another uh was to support one another um and pretty much promote one another um collaborate work with each other um we are starting to do um more features of singers i want to put more spoken word artists out there more dancers um, more uh, graphic designers, uh, illustrators. I want to do more of this because art is not just one form of uh, thing. It's many things um, encompassing it. So, you guys, I want you guys to tag us in it, uh, hashtag the gray scene under all the work that you want us to feature. And we will try to get to everyone. It's it's just you guys are showering us with so much love. We want to shower you guys back with so much love. Um, uh, I think that's really all I have to say about it just make sure to follow the gray scene guys follow the gray scene please follow us thank you all so much for your support all 2.6k of you guys we cannot wait to drop more fun stuff more interactive stuff um which is going to be coming out really soon which we will withhold with you guys it's going to be a big secret big surprise over the summer because it's something i'm also working on Oh, so guys please bear with us but i do want to do one shout out to one really insanely awesome human being who's always supporting the gray scene um i'm just going on instagram because i cannot remember how to ever spell her um her um instagram ha- um, handle name it is ty dot z e a n a dot poetry tyler thank you so much for always supporting us um, I cannot thank you enough, girl. Uh, much love to you guys. When her book is coming out, be sure to get it. Just be sure to get it. And I hope she's one of our um, guests next time to talk about her book. I'm really hoping so. I want to get more of you guys on here with me to talk about your artwork, to talk about these political events, to talk about um, your favorite artists. I don't know. Talk about anything. We'll have a topic of the day like we always did. We'll get that back streaming. So, guys, <laughs> I'm at 27 and I'm kind of laughing at myself because I'm like as you guys can see I can talk this girl can talk I can talk my mouth off um uh I want to I can't thank you guys enough for always supporting us supporting me and I, I I'm saying this again because I really can I, I thank you guys uh for accepting us back into your arms with the gray hour oh my gosh we're gonna be gonna be consistent guys I promise um every second and fourth Sunday of the month look out for an episode I can't thank you guys enough uh, i really can't i'm ever so grateful for your support I, um so be sure to follow the gray scene on instagram 
um, follow me uh, at the J G R E Y DJ Gray on Instagram. And guys, until the next episode, um, again, thank you again. And we're back, baby. We're back. And guys, have a good night. Until next time. Yeah.